Hey there, conductors. If you've ever felt that you're not quite sure what to do next when you're studying a score, maybe you don't even know where to start with a difficult piece. Maybe you study one piece too much and then you realize at the first rehearsal that you don't know another one well enough. Or maybe you're a new conductor and you don't know what score study is. I'm excited to share that I'm finally publishing and sharing my score study checklist. I've been refining this for 12 years now, and I'm so excited to share it. It is going to walk you through my structure, my process to make sure that I learn every score that I need to learn well enough and so that nothing falls through the cracks. So it covers everything that you need to know. There's a link in the show notes. Go ahead and click it, sign up, and you'll get that score study checklist sent right to your email. You'll also get access to an eight-minute video of me explaining what each section is and how I use it to organize all the music that I need to learn. It's only eight minutes, so it's not going to take you a whole hour to learn how to study better, how to put up a process for your score study and how to make sure that nothing is falling through the cracks. So again, click the link in the show notes, and I hope to see you soon. Now, please enjoy this episode of Podium Time. Welcome to Podium Time. So we have, in our past two episodes, talked about first how to find schools, how to research schools, particularly for a master's program. And then we talked about how to prepare your video, just a couple tips on that. Today, we have... Um, we have some tips for, okay, so you found your school, you applied, and you have an audition. Great. Woo! Awesome. That's scary. What do you do now? <laughs> because it is. It's a little It's a little different in a couple ways um, than just getting on the podium because there is a bit more on the line, um, and you may have a different timeline. Some, I think... You know, some things I knew months out what I was conducting at the audition and um, some things I found out less than two weeks ahead. So, you know, how do you prepare for that? Um, So we're just going to chat a little bit to uh, round out this this three part um, episode series about um, tips for actually doing the uh, audition. That's the word I'm looking for. It's been a long day already and it's only noon. (laughs) i'm glad i don't have an audition today um basic stuff that we can get out of the way uh get a good night's sleep before you know i didn't get a good night's sleep last night and it's really showing right now um so when you're going to your audition um if you can if it's if it's out of town if you can you know get there get there a day early get settled in um one thing that brett talked about in in our interview um, that I really liked was that their first day was they had, I think they had two days of auditions. One day was meetings and interviews. And then the second day was the, was the actual auditions. Um, uh, it'll help you a lot if you're in a comfortable place and you're relaxed, you know? So just, just that, that basic stuff, um, eat a good breakfast, get some good sleep beyond that preparation for the audition um, is most likely going to look a lot like your regular preparation. Basically, you're going to get up there and do the best that you can to lead the ensemble and then rehearse them. You know, fix whatever you need to fix. Um, Some programs will have specific little things. I think when I auditioned um, for for one audition, um, each of us conducted through a section like exposition development recap each of us got one of those three to 
conduct through, and then a different one of those three to actually rehearse. Um, so when you're when you're in your audition, um, don't be afraid to watch what other people are doing and say, "Oh, the horns are messing that up. I should rehearse that section and fix that." Um, and just you know, thinking on your feet. Yeah, I had an audition that. I, it was a 30-minute conducting seg- segment, but the total length of repertoire was almost an hour because um, I was doing the first movie of the Tchaikovsky Violin Concerto, um, the Overture to Flater Mouse, and uh, the first movement of Beethoven two, And it was just so much material. And I got I got the assignment two weeks before my audition date, so I had to cram <laughs> to get that all in there thankfully i had like studied the violin concerto so i you know it had kind of taken one thing off my plate but um yeah it was one of those i wanted up being the last one to go and i so i kind of got to watch everybody else go through their material and uh see see what the problems were and um i wouldn't say it you know, it's just there's really no way to prepare, really truly prepare for an audition. You just have to be as prepared as you can. Yeah, when, because it, it's kind of unlike anything you really get, have done conducting at school or you know wherever you conduct now. You're conducting with people who you know. Whereas when you go into these auditions, it's there's seventy, eighty people staring at you who you've never seen a day in your life. Or even probably uttered a word to. <laughs> and now all of a sudden you're up there having to lead them. It's completely bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's very similar in, in that you're conducting and rehearsing, but it's very different in that, yeah, you're coming in um, and it is an audition and everybody knows that it's an audition. Um, you know, Make sure you dress nice. Make sure you smile and you're nice. And definitely... Um, shake the concert master's hand, introduce yourself to the orchestra, you know, um, be pleasant, be pleasant. Yes, exactly. Um, cause in a lot of places, probably not in degree programs, but if you're auditioning for, uh, for an orchestra or something, um, a lot of times the players may have, um, some input in that. Um, so, you know, yeah, be on your best behavior, do your, do your best job. Um, one, one thing that a lot of people don't do um, because it's it's difficult and we're all short on time anyway is if you're auditioning on a piece that you've never conducted before and for those of us who are still very early in their careers um, most music is music you haven't conducted before so if you have one of these pieces which is most likely um, and you have the time and you have the opportunity get some pizza or donuts and put a little group together because there are things that you're going to discover conducting that piece um, that, you know, you want to find out before you get to your audition. Um, Again, my teacher always said, you know, when do you know how to conduct a piece after you already conducted it? Because things are going (laughs) to, things are going to happen. So especially for something as high stakes as an an audition, um, if you can get your hands on that, um, on a couple players, even just a string quartet and a piano, you know, something just so that you can get the flow of it, um, so that you've done it before and you're a little bit more 
relaxed when you're getting on the podium, that really will make a world of a difference. Um, and I just wanted to double what Luke said about putting everything together in two weeks, because very often that is the case. Um, and I've heard that's the case for a lot of really like professional jobs also. Um, you will have quite quite a short amount of time to prepare the music. Um, yeah. It's all kind of thrilling. And it's yeah, one of those things where it, when, when you're done, you're like, okay, I mean, I did that. And I want to go back for more. Mm-hmm. And it is, um, you know, if if you have a chance, ask the teacher for some comments afterwards. Um, that was a very nice part of one of my auditions is that we, um, the teacher came over after, after the audition and gave everybody a couple comments on like, you know, this is, this is really what I saw. This is how I think you need to change. Um, and auditions are exciting. You're meeting new people. I'm still, um, you know, I'm still, I'm still friends with some of the people that I auditioned against. Um, and I still, I see them. I'm going to see one of them, uh, next week. And I, the only reason I know him is because we auditioned at the same school. Um, so you're going to meet some friends and you get to travel afterwards, go out and, you know, have some fun food (laughs) to celebrate the audition. There's a, um, there's a restaurant out here in Colorado called fat shack. (laughs) You remember fat shack? Oh yes. Oh yes. I was, I was visiting Denver for my first audition and, um, and Fat Shack was like just down the street. Um, and I got there a couple days early because I was able to. Um, and I kept saying, no, I'm not going to get Fat Shack. I'm not going to get Fat Shack until after the audition. Um, and I had this plan. And then after the audition, it turned out that everybody wanted to go to Fat Shack once one person su- suggested it. So we had we had all five of us um, go over and get these fried sandwiches. I mean... The food at Fat Shack is probably exactly what you expect it to be. It's like it's obesity wrapped in paper. It's delicious, and it, I'm never I'm, I'm never happy when I eat it, but I'm also so happy when I'm eat it. Um, that's beside the point. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things that when you go to these auditions, yeah, there's a there's probably a lot on the line, but at the same time, you're going to be standing in front of an orchestra conducting music that you probably haven't conducted before just enjoy the experience and it'll be fine yeah and you know no odd no single audition is gonna is gonna destroy your life um you know it's just like applying to things you've got to go and go and go and sometimes it's going to be good and sometimes it's going to be not you can prepare all you want um but you know you you can sit in the hotel room and look at every single measure and say, oh, that's probably going to go wrong in that measure. Oh, that's probably going to go wrong in that measure. And you can do that as much as you want. But, you know, once you get to the audition, um, there's no guarantee that that's, that that's going to make any difference. The better you know your score and the better you've prepared, especially if you've had a chance to get your hands on the actual music, um, you know, the more effective you're going to be and the better conductor you're going to be. Have fun with it. And if you do badly at an audition, it's just one audition. Um, you've got, you know, you've got a long career ahead of you. You have an entire of life of failure ahead of you. Yes. It's just the first time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everyone's got failures at the beginning. That's another, you know, that's another theme that keeps coming up um, with, uh, 
I think we we talked about it in the episode with uh, Joanne Folletta part two, where I wish that I would get my rejection letters because I wish that I could have them in physical copies, but I only get rejection emails and phone calls. Um, and that counts for auditions and applications and everything. So, you know, the audition is important because it's it's the job or it's the position in the school, but it's also not the end of anything. All right. Are we good? I think so. I can't think of anything else. I think the biggest the biggest point is that, you know, prepare as well as you can um, and then put some friends together and get a string quartet and play through it or, you know, get a couple wins, you know, whatever the whatever the piece is. Um, but that'll just give you, you know, every upper hand that you can get everything working in your favor that you um, that you can get. Bring it to your teacher. Work on it with somebody. Um, that's, I mean, that's even an opportunity to reach out to some good conductors that you don't normally study with and say, Hey, I'm auditioning on this. Um, would you, could I ask you a couple questions? Cause I know you've conducted this before, you know, something like that. What are the tendencies, um, in this piece, the strings always do this. Okay. So you can expect that, um, you know, listen, listen to recordings, uh, know what's, know what's coming up and, you know, just do your best to prepare the music like you know, any other, um, any other piece of music that you're going to be conducting. Alrighty. Thank you for listening to this three-part discussion on finding, applying, and winning auditions. We can't guarantee any of those things will happen, but we hope. Well, we do hope you find, apply, and win your audition. Yeah. And hey, if you are a student and you get an audition and you win the audition, go ahead and post in our, uh, go ahead and post in our Facebook book our group or send us a message because we'd love we would love to hear about it um and we'd we'd love to hear if you are a uh, if you are a teacher at a school and you want to come on and talk about your program please reach out to us again and let us know because um you know we're interested in getting professional um big name conductors like joanne Folletta and we're we're leading into some of those going in um but we're also very interested on talk in talking with teachers um you know at the at the collegiate level who are teaching students um and you know that's really who we're who we're speaking to right now cool <laughs> all right <laughs> all righty it's been real it's been very real it's literally been real Okay, I'm going to go make lunch. You do that, Jeremy. Okay. You have a great day, and you have a great day, dear listeners. Farewell.